What's up, everybody? Welcome to the week four fantasy preview episode of Gridiron Authority. Uh, my name's Keith Thornton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike Adams. Mike, why don't you tell them what this episode's about? We're going to be doing a fantasy deep dive in this episode, uh, changing it up a little bit from the normal format, splitting up the fantasy into its own separate episode. So we'll go, we're going to be going a little more in-depth, uh, giving you our top five at most of the positions and, and giving you a, a better reason why we're choosing those guys. Um, and, and so it's, it's just a big fantasy deep dive episode. All right, let's get into it. All right, let's get started with our fantasy deep dive. Um, we're going to start with the quarterback position. Mike, who are your top five fantasy quarterbacks for this week? Uh, and, and this is in no particular order, but I'm going Pat Mahomes um, first for obvious reasons. We talked about in our our week our week four episode. We we talked about what he's done against the defense. You know, against these these top defenses. Um, he's going against the Lions, but I mean, it doesn't matter who he's going against. He's going to have a big game. Uh, I mean, he's averaging right around 400 yards and and uh, uh, close about three touchdowns a game, uh, over three touchdowns a game. So uh, I expect him to have a big week. Uh, Dak Prescott um, going against the Saints. The Saints have the third worst pass defense in the in the entire NFL. Uh, they've given up six passing touchdowns. They've only had one interception. Uh, Dak's been playing out of his mind. So I, I expect Dak Prescott to 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 have another big game to continue that streak. Uh, Russell Wilson, again, we talked about this in, in our week four episode, uh, going against the, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the eighth worst uh, pass defense in the entire NFL. They've given up nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, you know, he, he's been playing well this season. He's put up big numbers. I expect him to put up great numbers against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, number, you know, number four, I'm going Phillip Rivers uh, for obvious reasons. He's going against the Dolphins, the worst defense in the league. Um, can't stop anyone. They traded uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, so the defense is even worse than before. Uh, Keenan Allen's been great this season. Uh, Austin Eckler catches the ball well out of the backfield, so I expect uh, Phillip Rivers. I think he's going to have another uh, huge week this week. Um, and then my my number five quarterback is going to be a bit of a surprise for people. I think a bit of a dark horse this week. I'm going Andy Dalton against the Steelers. Um, again, we talked about it. Um, we talked about it in the last episode or in in the week four episode. Uh, Steelers, one of the worst defenses in the, uh, in the NFL uh, against the run and the pass. Uh, so I think the the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball against the Steelers. They're going to be able to set up the play action pass. Uh, John Ross is having a big season. Tyler Boyd's having a big season. Uh, they have uh, Tyler Eifert's right there uh, to make some plays if need be. So I, I expect Andy Dalton to, to to put up some some big numbers, and he's he has this season. I mean, he's averaging uh, right around uh, three about three hundred and thirty yards, three hundred and forty yards a game, and uh, throwing five touchdowns this season. So I, I expect him to have a big game on Monday Night Football against uh, against that that bad Steelers defense. Yeah, I like your top five. There's a couple. You know, this is a really actually a good week for quarterbacks. There's some more that could squeeze in there. Um, I actually have Aaron Rodgers in my top five going against Philadelphia. Uh, Thursday night football, primetime game. I mean, Matt Ryan carved up the Eagles defense. We know that the Eagles are struggling. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he's been going against really tough defenses all year. He's played the the Broncos and he's played the Bears and some tough defenses that have locked him down, you know, played the Vikings. 
So he's played really good defenses. I think he goes off this week. I, I really expect about 300 yards and at least two touchdowns for him. And uh, I, I expect him to have a good one. Another guy um, is Lamar Jackson. I mean, he he had number one quarterback week one, number one week two. Um, actually, he might have been number two week two. But either way, top two quarterback all year. Going against Cleveland, division matchup. Uh, in the last episode, Mike talked about Cleveland secondary. Literally all of them are hurt. So I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a chance to pass it in the air. I think he's going to run the football well. He ran the football great against the Chiefs. Even though he didn't pass for any touchdowns, he still you know, converted for uh, third downs with his legs and made some really good plays in the option game. So I expect Lamar Jackson to have another big week in there. But otherwise, other than that, I really like your quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, uh, they, I mean, again, this is a big week for quarterbacks. I think uh, Jared Goff against uh, the Rams could have, or against the uh, Buccaneers, sorry, um, could have a big week as well. I, I mean, this is a, this is a good week, um, a good week for, for quarterbacks. Garden Minshew against the Broncos. We've talked about the Broncos don't have any takeaways this season. Um, they don't give up a lot of yards, but they don't, they don't have any takeaways this season. They don't have any sacks. So if, if Garden, if they can get the uh, run game with Leonard Fournette going, Garden Minshew may be able to put up some pretty decent numbers as well. Um, so it, it's, yeah, it'll like be fun him. to watch. So I've actually got a couple, and this is a uh, kind of surprise picks, but I got a couple quarterbacks to stay away from this week. Uh, one of them, the first one's going to be Carson Wentz. Uh, I think with the, the way that he's been playing is good, but his receivers are kind of dinged up and hurt, and he's going against a good defense. I fully expect uh, the Packers' defense to get a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz, and I don't think he's going to have a great game. I think he'll still be a, a decent quarterback, but definitely not a top 12. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, and if, if we're sticking with that, uh, another quarterback to stay away from, and I don't think a lot of people are jumping on him, honestly, but it, if you have the idea, uh, Joe Flacco, stay away from him. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone's on that train. Yeah, I don't know if anyone is, but I mean, you know, we're starting to, you know, we're we're coming up to where we're going to be hitting some bye weeks pretty soon, and and uh, you know, if you're looking for a quarterback, this isn't the week to pick Joe Flacco going against that Jaguars defense. Uh, you know, outside of against Week One against the Chiefs, um, I mean, they they've played they've played outstanding. I mean, they shut the uh, the Texans down in Week Two. Um, they had a good game uh, last th- on Thursday night football uh, against the Titans. Uh, did a good job of shutting down Marcus Mariota. Uh, so I, I think Joe Flacco is one you want to stay away from. I mean, if you look at his numbers, he hasn't had a bad season really. He's been throwing about about 225, 230 yards a game. Uh, a couple touchdowns out there. He hasn't really had a terrible season in terms of just quarterback play, but. Um, this may be a, a game he just has a bad game. So yeah, I think uh, definitely stay away from. Him. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think another another player. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a cautionary pick. I I think he's still a solid start for you, but to me, he's not one of the top. And that's Tom Brady this week. Uh, he's been going against terrible defenses all year. He's been putting up great stats, but this week he's going against the Bills. He's without Julian Edelman. He doesn't have his fullback blocking. They cut Antonio Brown, so he's kind of void of weapons there. And going against a tough Bills defense, I think he just has a, an average week. I, you know, I probably put him in the top fifteen quarterbacks. But if you're in a twelve team league, I don't think he's a starter in any of those 12, 12 team leagues. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the running back position. This one's always tough because it's a, uh, you know, it, they're always at that top tier of guys. We're gonna try to hit that top tier today. 
number one for me is Christian McCaffrey. That guy touches the football so much and he can do so much with it. So if you get Kyle Allen dumping it off to him in the flats, he could easily go 74 yards and a touchdown on any play. So I think he's a must start this week. Um, I actually have Austin Eckler. I know he only had nine carries for 36 yards this last week, but going against that Miami Dolphins dead last defense, I think, uh, you know, as much like any running back this year going against Miami, he's going to get to run the football a lot, especially in the second half when they're trying to just get the game over with. So if they're up big, expect Eckler to get a lot of carries in that game. Um, Number three for me, Ezekiel Elliott going against the New Orleans Saints. I mean, he's kind of like the, Pat Mahomes of, of running backs. I, I don't think he's going to have a bad week. I think he's just, he's good enough. It doesn't really matter what defense he's going against. And this to me is, like I said, a potential NFC championship matchup. I, I expect Ezekiel Elliott to have a really big day. And on the flip side of that, um, I know Dallas has a really good defense, but I really like Alvin Kamara. I mean, that guy, he's almost as multifaceted as like a Christian McCaffrey. He catches the football. He runs the football. He's the total package there. And I don't know, you know, they could go against a a good defense and he could still get a lot of touches, whether it's in a PPR league, getting catches out of the backfield or just pounding the rock and running the football, especially with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. They're going to run the football more. So I got Alvin Kamara at four. Um, Number five, I'm actually going to put Derek Henry at Atlanta. Uh, Derek Henry is one of those workhorse backs. When you look at amount of touches and targets per game, Derrick Henry gets a massive amount of carries per game, and he's that workhorse back. He's going to be pounding it in the goal line. There's really nobody else on that team that's going to steal touches away from him, and I expect him to be able to run on Atlanta. So that's my top five. Yeah, I, I, I like the list. Um, what I what I'm going with in this one, I I, I like who you picked. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of keep with those top tier running backs a little bit, but I'm going Todd Gurley against the Buccaneers. Uh, Todd Gurley, I mean, he he kind of struggled week one, didn't really get a lot of touches. Um, but the last couple weeks, you know, he's kind of come back. Uh, I think week one, he only had seven, eight, eight touches, something like that. Um, but the last couple games, I mean, he's averaging right around 20 touches a game, uh, really getting it going a little bit. Um, um, he scored a little bit now. So I, th- I think Todd Gurley against that that Buccaneers defense could could have a big game. Uh Going back to the Bengals Steelers, Joe Mixon, uh, he had 94 total yards uh, and a touchdown um, this past week. So uh, going against that bad, again, bad Steelers defense, uh, I think Joe Mixon's going to have a big game, honestly, uh, uh, running the ball and receiving. So uh, if you're in a PPR league, you know, if he gets two or three catches, you're talking about two or three extra points right there. So uh, I think Joe Mixon could have a big game. Um, and, and so, I mean, I, I do agree with the, the list mostly, um, those are just two guys I think I would add to it, uh, you know, if you're looking for some, you know, a little extra. Yeah. And really this, this week is one of the more favorable weeks for running back matchups. There's a lot of good ones all across the board. Another couple that we didn't add in there, carry on Johnson against the chiefs, uh, Mark Ingram gashed him for hundred plus yards, three touchdowns. I expect carry on Johnson to get a ton of carries against the chiefs. And I think he's going to do really good. Obviously. Dalvin Cook, it doesn't really matter who he's playing. Dalvin Cook has been a force to be reckoned with this season. So I expect him to also have a big game. Yeah, I mean, and even looking at, at other guys, uh, uh, Leonard Fournette against the Broncos, um, if Jordan Minshew can spread the Broncos out a little bit, I think Leonard Fournette, uh, we saw it at the end of uh, Thursday night's game, you know, Tennessee did a good job of, of containing him most of the game. But when Minshew started making some throws and stuff again late, 
uh, the 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 uh, tight spread out a little bit, and he was able to bust off you know a sixty plus yard run at the end. Um, so yeah, I mean they're 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 I think this week uh, is going to be just a high scoring week in fantasy in general. Honestly, um, week one was a really high scoring week. Week two was down a little bit. Week three bounced back. Week four I think is going to be around that week one level. I think so. Um, I could I could see some really high scores um, at every position so far. So yeah, and a couple running backs I'd kind of shy away from, and not that they're necessarily bad matchups, but. Uh, one's gonna be Philip Lindsay. I know he went off, had a big week this week, but he's going against Jacksonville this next coming week, and and uh, I think he's gonna split carries more. Jacksonville has a stout defense, so I know a lot of people bought up stock in Philip Lindsay after last week, and I think he's gonna fall back down to earth this week. Um, and I also have Chris Carson for Seattle. I like I like Chris Carson, but he's having a fumble issue. And he's got Rashad Penny breathing down his neck. I mean, you got a first round pick who's who's playing solid and you know, filling in for him. So I think Chris Carson's gonna be on a short leash. If he fumbles the football, I could see him heading straight to the bench and Rashad Penny taking all the snaps. And and I think one to look out for um, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed watching the game last week, but uh Frank Gore last week had a great game, uh scored some touchdowns. I don't think he scored at all last season. Um, got it, you know, got some touchdowns. A lot of people picked him up, um, but he's going against the Patriots. You know, we've talked about they didn't, they haven't had a tough schedule yet, um, but they do have the number one ranked defense. So um, I think if you're you're expecting Frank Gore to get you that 15 to 20 points, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, I, I think he's going to be more in that five to ten range, honestly. Uh, so I'd, I'd I'd stay away from Frank Gore. So who are your top five wide receivers? All right. Um, I mean, kind of sticking with some of the the matchups I discussed in, in quarterback, but uh, I'm going John Ross against the Steelers. Uh, John Ross is one of the top ranked fantasy receivers so far. Had a down week this past week, but uh, he's averaging over, you know, he's averaging about four catches and about 100 yards a game. Uh, uh, he has three touchdowns on the season. Uh, again, going against a bad secondary. So I expect him to have a big week. Uh, Amari Cooper had two touchdowns this past week. Uh, Dak again throwing, you know, playing out of his mind. Amari Cooper's benefiting from that, uh, and going against again another bad, uh, a bad pass defense uh, with the Saints. So I could, I, I think uh, Amari Cooper is going to ha- be in for another big week. Honestly, uh, Keenan Allen for the Chargers. We we discuss it every week in fantasy. If you if if you have offensive guys going against the Dolphins, you got to start them. Uh, Keenan Allen had a huge game against the Texans. The Texans have a good defense. I can only imagine what he's going to do against the Dolphins with a bad defense. Um, so, uh, keep an eye on him. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, you got to go Julio Jones. I mean, the guy's a monster. He puts up huge numbers every week, uh, averaging about six catches, about 85 yards. He's got four touchdowns going against the Titans. The Titans haven't looked great this season. Uh, they gave up those two early touchdowns to, uh, uh, Minshew last week kind of got burned by uh, Chark a little bit. So uh, I think Julio Jones is going to have a big, uh, big week this week. And then uh, my last one is uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, uh, Marquise Brown going against uh, the Cleveland Browns. We talked about the Cleveland Browns defense missing their entire secondary last week. If that happens again this week, um, uh, Hollywood Brown's going to make him pay for it. So I expect him to have a big week. Uh, make some big plays, have some big touchdowns. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, I expect to get back on track throwing the football going against the secondary. So 
again, those are those are my top five. A lot more we could obviously pick. So what are what are some of the guys you have? Yeah, I really like Devontae Adams. The matchup, I, I kind of talked about it in the quarterbacks with Aaron Rodgers playing really tough defenses. He's had a good, you know, good season so far. Devontae Adams has going against the Eagles. I think he uh he has some a big game and I really like him. Um Odell Beckham Jr., I, I kind of expect uh, them to get a little bit better this week against the Ravens. They kind of, I don't know if it was the Monday night or Sunday night football uh, prime time pressure on, on Baker Mayfield, but he didn't play the best. I expect Odell Beckham to bounce back, maybe get a touchdown in there. Um, and the other one I like is Cooper cup. I mean, that, that kid is just, he's, he's a really good gadget wide receiver for them. He's good in the slot. He's good deep. He's just, he gets all sorts of catches. So, I like Cooper Cup going against the Bucks. I, I I think those are all great picks. Um, a couple I would stay away from, and I, I you know this is tough for me because none of these are bad receivers. But you look at the Chiefs group of receivers and Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, and McCole Hardman. It's so hard to predict which one of those guys is going to go off each week. So week one we had Sammy Watkins go off. Week two we had Demarcus Robinson go off. Week three, Robinson had a touchdown. McCole Hardman had a touchdown. So I don't want to say stay away from them because they're all really good receivers and they have Mahomes throwing to them. But right now it's so hard to pinpoint which one is going to be that guy. That to me, they're they're really better at the flex option. If you have no one else, just put them in their flex and they're probably going to get you some decent points. But I don't think there's one receiver on the Chiefs who's set for another you know 175-yard two-touchdown game. Yeah, and I'm I'm sticking with uh, you know kind of a group of receivers, but I'm going stay stay away from Adam Thielen, stay away from Stephon Diggs, those Minnesota wide receivers. Uh, they're going against the Bears defense. We know what the Bears can do. Uh, Kirk Cousins has struggled uh, mightily this season, uh, so I I would stay away from those two guys. Um, I expect the Bears. You know the 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 Vikings pass game I think will be shut down by the Bears, um, and I think the the Vikings are going to focus on the run. So I'd stay away from those two guys. Yeah, another one I'm going to throw out there is Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, he's obviously a stud wide receiver, but the way that 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 Steelers offense has been running with Mason Rudolph, I don't expect him to have a huge game. Granted, the Bengals defense is awful, but that being said, I don't think that there is a lot of offense to go around there, so I I don't think he's going to be a a huge week for him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, so let's take a look at top five tight ends. I'm going to start the list, and and it's pretty much always going to be this way, but number one is Travis Kelsey uh, going against Detroit. We kind of talked about Detroit's secondary is a little banged up, but I it's it's kind of like we talked about with Ezekiel Elliott and Pat Mahomes. I don't know that it really matters what <laughs> defense he goes against. Uh, Travis Kelsey's good for you know 85 yards and a touchdown pretty much every single week, so uh, he's my number one. I've actually got Evan Ingram. For the Giants at number two, going against Washington, I think uh, he's going to get a lot of balls from Daniel Jones, especially with Saquon Barkley out. It's going to be kind of be a, a security blanket for him. He's going to throw a lot of passes to the tight end. So Evan Ingram's up there for me. Um, Mark Andrews against Cleveland. I, you know, Mark Andrews, he was really the number one tight end week one and week two. He kind of got dinged up, had an ankle injury. Wasn't sure he was going to play against the Chiefs. He did play. Um, the Chiefs kind of shut him down. I, I kind of credit that more to the Chiefs secondary. 
I think this week they kind of bounce back, and I think Mark Andrews has another big week. Um, I'm going to go with Darren Waller for the Oakland Raiders at number four. I really like him, and he's kind of shown to be a, a freak athlete, and he's going to be playing against Indianapolis Colts, and and really they don't have a lot of weapons there. So I think he's going to be targeted early and often by Derek Carr. Um, number five, and I know this one's a favorite of yours, I'm going to go Delaney Walker in Tennessee. I mean, it's it's crazy what that guy can do at his age and his size. He's still one of the best tight ends in the league. So I expect him. I think I feel like that game is going to have kind of a shootout going. I don't think Atlanta's defense is that great. And obviously, Delaney Walker is the top target for Marcus Mariota. So that's my top five. Yeah, and I, and I, I think those are all great matchups. Uh, I had Darren Waller. I mean, I had all of them on my list, but Darren Waller is a sleeper guy that a lot of people haven't noticed. They haven't picked up on him yet. Uh, guy's got 26 catches for 267 yards this season. Um, and he can't, you know, kind of came in as a nobody going into the season. So he's, he's looked great. Delaney Walker. I obviously love any time, any, any year, uh, he's available. I take Delaney Walker in football. Um, I love the guy. Um, great, great tight end. Uh, I'm going to go with another one of my favorites. I'm going with Jason Witten with the Cowboys. Um, he had a touchdown week one and week two. Um, he's a big red zone target for for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Um, I expect him to get some red zone opportunities against the Saints. So, uh, you know, his catches and his his yardage may not be great, but but he's going to be up there for for some touchdowns and he can still make some big plays. Uh, so I'm I'm going Jason Witten as a as a guy to watch out for. Uh, I am also going with uh, uh, Rudolph for the uh, for the Vikings. I talked about they're going to shut down. Uh, they're going to shut down Thielen. They're going to shut down um, uh, Stefan Diggs. But, you know, I, I think what could uh, they could do in the passing game is some play action passes, uh, hitting Rudolph uh, over the middle. Uh, so I could see Kyle Rudolph having a, a big game. Yeah, another one I want to kind of point out, this is a, this is kind of a deep sleeper here. Um, he's been having a quietly good season is Will Disley for the Seahawks. Um, he started out slow. He only had one catch on two targets week one. But then week two rolls around. He has five catches for 50 yards and two touchdowns, 17 fantasy points in PPR. Week three against the New Orleans Saints, he has six catches on seven targets for 62 yards and a touchdown for another 12. So I think he's a guy that with Russell Wilson, you're going to get over 10 points every week with this guy. Um, if you're one of the people like me who got stuck with somebody like an OJ Howard who's completely underperformed a guy like will disley could save your season if you pick him up on the waivers this week yeah i think i think another guy kind of going under the radar is uh is greg olson for the paint uh the panthers uh you know he's had some injury issues over the last couple years but i mean right now he's averaging over five catches a game about 75 yards a game he's got a couple touchdowns so he's been good for you know about you know if it's a ppr league he's been good for around 15 points a game uh, you know, give or take. So, I mean, from the tight end spot, that's a, that's pretty good. So he's a guy, I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about and they've, they've slept on this season. So, uh, Greg Olson, if he's still, if he's still available in your league, definitely go, go out and try and grab him. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So let's go to some guys. We're kind of staying away from, um, I fell victim to TJ Hawkinson early. He played, really well week one having 20 plus fantasy points week two he had zero week three he had pretty much zero um and now going against the chiefs if you look at what the chiefs did to mark andrews it kind of neutralized one of the top tight ends in the game 
I don't expect Hawkinson to have a huge game this week, so I would kind of stay away from him. And the other one to me is, and I know this is kind of controversial because a lot of teams have him, or a lot of sites have him ranked at number three, is Zach Hurts. Um, he's having a good season, but I don't think he's going to be able to do it with the, the way that this team's banged up. And I think the pressure Green Bay is going to bring on Carson Wentz. I mean, obviously, if you have him, you've got to start him because he was a, you know, a lot of leagues, he's a second, third round pick in the fantasy draft. So you can't really waste that high of a draft pick and then bench the guy. But uh, this is kind of like in the Tom Brady zone for me, where it's more of a cautionary pick. I wouldn't expect more than 10 points out of Zach Hertz this week. Yeah, I, I think those are both uh, both guys to stay away from. Zach Hertz was on my top guy to stay away from. The Packers have a great defense. Uh, they've been shutting people down. I think Zach Ertz is going to, you know, he's their, you know, their, their number one passing option at the moment. So uh, the, the Packers are going to key in on that. They're going to try and take him out of the game early. Uh, my other one is a guy you mentioned already. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going OJ Howard. Um, the Rams, I mean, they've, they've got a good defense. OJ Howard's already struggled this season. Uh, I, I, it's not a favorable matchup for him. Uh, I do think Mike Evans is going to have a big game for the Buccaneers. I think, uh, Jameis Winston's going to throw the ball well, but just not to not to OJ Howard. I don't I don't think it's going to go well for him. Yeah, and I don't really know what went wrong with OJ Howard. He was projected as one of those top tier tight ends this year. Um, I drafted him. Right now, he's hitting at tight end twenty six. His highest performance this week was last week at six points. I mean, in a PPR, he was closer to ten. But I mean, otherwise, last week zero, no catches, no targets, no anything. The week before four catches on five targets for 32 yards. So I don't know if it's uh, no connection with Jameis Winston there, or what's going on. But to me right now, he's kind of a, he's sitting on my bench till I can figure something out with him. Yeah, for sure. All right. That kind of concludes our skill players. We're not really going to go too much into defenses. Um, obviously the biggest pick would be anyone who's going against the Dolphins stardom, <laughs> but uh uh, do you have any other just quick defenses? We're not really going to go top five, but do you have any defenses you want to highlight? Yeah, uh, I mean, like, we've talked about we think this is going to be a big week for for offense. So therefore, you know, with with that, it's it's going to be a bad week for defense. Honestly, um, I think one favorable matchup, my number one favorable matchup, will be the Jaguars Broncos. Uh, I think the Jaguars going against that Broncos defense. It's a good matchup for them. Uh, they do a good job of of uh, stopping the run. They do a good job defending the pass. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's still there at the moment. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think the Jaguars against the Broncos would be uh, uh, my number one pick. Uh, I also think the Colts against the Raiders. Uh, uh, we talked about, I, I do believe Darren Waller is going to have a good game. Um, but the, the Raiders are, are pretty banged up overall. Um, their offense hasn't really looked amazing since week one. Uh, and the Colts still have a good defense. They have an underrated defense. So I, I'm saying uh, the Colts against the Raiders. Um, I think that's going to be a good matchup for those for the Colts. I think that's a good defense. Um, and then also the Packers Eagles. Um, again, the Packers they've they've played phenomenal on defense all season. Uh, the the Eagles are struggling. There there's some sort of disconnect right there with that team. Um, I don't know what's going on with them. We talked about in the last episode the play where they. That blocking and allowed Carson Wentz to be sack, uh, sacked. Um, they're missing some receivers. Uh, they, you know, potentially coming back this week, but the running game isn't there. The passing game, you know, isn't really consistent, and the offensive line looks bad. So, uh, I think the Packers could have a big game this week. Yeah, a couple that I'm looking out for, and uh, is the Ravens against the Browns. Baker Mayfield's been throwing picks this year. 
there's been some fumbles on that team. So I'm going to go Ravens. I, I said that I think Odell Beckham is going to score a touchdown. I still think they will, but I think the Ravens are going to kind of shut that, that whole thing down. All right. And that kind of wraps up our defense coverage. I don't, we're not going to go over kickers too much because really kicker, it's one of those positions that you can pretty much find a good kicker on the waiver wire any week. So start who you got. Everyone typically only has one anyway. Um, anything else you want to add to this? I mean, we kind of went over this quickly, but that's kind of our top, you know, five to 10 picks on each skill position. Yeah. I mean, I just say if, if you're looking, you know, for, for uh, a little more, make sure to check out our, our uh, fantasy deep dive uh, articles that we have on our website on uh, gridironauthority.com. We also share them on, on our Instagram and our Twitter pages. So uh, make sure you check it out on that. Uh, usually we go into about the top 10 of each position. So, um, I mean, again, we think this is going to be a huge week for the offense. Defense is going to struggle a little bit. There's a lot of favorable matchups. Um, I, I think if if you don't have <clears throat> just because you don't have those top five um, positions, it doesn't mean you're not going to score some points. It doesn't mean you're not going to win. Uh, again, you know, we talked about we think there's 10 or 12 or 13, 14 favorable quarterback matchups. And same thing with running back, same thing with receivers. Um, it's a big week for offense. But if you're looking for a little more, again, check out our, you know, check out our deep dive articles on on uh, gridironauthority.com or our Instagram page and our Twitter page. Yeah, just to wrap up a little bit, if there if you're in a league where there's some if you're looking for somebody on the waiver wire, a couple picks I'd look out for at quarterback. Jacoby Brissett's still available in a lot of leagues. Um, and he's he's played really well and he's he's top, I think top 12 quarterback right now, maybe just outside the top 12. So look out for him. Look out for guys like DJ Chark, who have been uh, consistently getting touchdowns every week if you're looking for somebody to fill in for wide receivers. Because we know injuries happen. Um, any any sleepers you got or waiver wire pickups you want to throw in there? Um I'd say who's the kid from Redskins is Taylor McLaurin is a good pickup. If you're, I think yeah. is his name, he's yeah. been good. He's, he's been getting a touchdown a week. So, I mean, there, there's guys out there, even in 12 team leagues, like we run, there are guys out there in the waiver wire that you can make plays on. And, and if you listen to our way back in our preseason, we talked about the biggest mistakes you can make in fantasy. Um, if you got blown out this week and you've got guys that aren't playing well, or you got guys sitting on your bench injured, play this waiver wire every single week. I mean, tune in here and we'll kind of give you some advice on, on what we're going to look for in the waiver wire every week, but play every single week as if you're, you're building a team each week. Cause if you've got a guy like OJ Howard, now's about the time you're going to want to start looking at the waiver wire for tight ends. So a guy like Darren Waller or Disley might be guys you pick up. So just stay active. Yeah, and 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 for another sleeper pick to look at, uh, I I say uh, Gabriel from uh, Chicago. He had three first half touchdowns against the Redskins. Uh, the passing game seemed, you know, appeared to be working for for the uh, the Bears on Monday. They're going against a tougher defense with the Vikings, obviously. But uh, I mean, Gabriel seemed to be a, a favorite of uh, Trubisky on Monday night, so. Uh, I'd, I'd look for him. I think he can make some plays. He's a fast receiver, you know, good speed, uh, shifty. Uh, and he, uh, some of those touchdowns he made, you know, he had one touchdown in the end zone. I think it was his third one. I mean, it was an incredible catch. Uh, so he, I mean, he's got some athleticism to him. So, uh, I think that that's probably my big sleeper pick for the week, honestly. Yeah. And, and other guys, we kind of talked about them. 
Um, these are kind of guys I'd put in the sign them now, stash them for later category would be somebody like Demarcus Robinson for the Chiefs. Um, he played lights out week two, had two big touchdowns. This week he had a crazy one-handed catch for a touchdown. He's going to be involved in this offense. It's kind of a the reason I say stash him is because you can't guarantee that production every week. But if he comes out this week and gets a touchdown, that'll be three straight weeks. And then you start thinking seriously about him as a flex flex option or even a wide receiver three. So look out for guys like him too. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think that pretty much wraps up our fantasy episode. We will see you next week with our fantasy projections. As always, as Mike said, check out gridironauthority.com. We'll have our fantasy deep dive posted there every single week. Uh, Listen to our other episodes of the podcast. Check out our other articles and and see all sorts of other cool information. Anything else you need to add? Uh, yeah. Uh, also, make sure to get on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow so you get the updates when the articles are posted. Uh, we usually post them during the week, but sometimes uh, you know we throw out articles on on a Saturday. So make sure to follow us on there and and uh, yeah, uh, check out the website. Check out all the information. Go back, listen to the old episodes, and and uh, you know always feel free to to message us or comment on some stuff and let us know what you think. Absolutely. If you have any questions about who you should start, who you should sit, just text us or, or send us a message on Facebook or any of these other social networking things. We'll give you our advice. Absolutely. All right. Stay tuned next week.